0: Good afternoon, folks. It's that time of the day again. It's time for the elephant in the room here on WJAS 1320 AM and 99.1 FM Talk. I'm your host, Sam DeMarco, joined here in studio by my trusty executive director, John Snader, and our producer, dazzling Daryl Grandy. Good to see you again, Sam. Good to see you, Daryl. Good to see you, John. Folks, we have a good show today because I want to talk about the upcoming elections. I mean, as of today, we are just one month out from critical elections here in Allegheny County, and there is a lot to talk about. Now, if you're listening to this show, it's because you care about the elections. You're in tuned to politics. You know what's going on. But unfortunately, so many other people out there don't. I was talking to a good friend this morning who was relating to me three encounters he had yesterday with different groups, subsections or subsets, of the demographics here in the county and whether he was talking to some workers that were doing some work at his home, whether he was talking to some sophisticated gentlemen, you know, at a, a racquetball club, uh, later in the day or some women at lunch, none of the folks that he talked to were aware of the election and what was at stake. And that's disappointing. You know, on the way here today to do our show, I was listening to a podcast from one of the other local personalities who was talking about a recent jail oversight board meeting, but he was talking about how unserious the people are that govern us. You know, on Thursday at the jail oversight board meeting, uh, you know, after, after these folks, these progressives were able to harangue the warden and he announced his retirement And they, you know, a despicable act last week, Councilwoman Bethany Hallam, as well as some of the others, and were posting on social media along with, they had a quote-unquote retirement party, and they were posting cards that they signed, you know, and some of them were wishing cancer or other terminal illnesses upon this guy, suffering, all these different things. So you would think that because he was gone, that some of those folks might now be happy. But no, certainly not. You know, Bethany and her merry band, they all showed up at the Jail Oversight Board meeting on Thursday, and they wanted to talk about, listen to this, folks, they wanted to take and pass a ordinance that would take and change the color of the inmates at the jail's uniforms. Currently, they wear red. She wanted to set it up so that hey, you know uh, the uh, adults would wear tan, juveniles would wear yellow, you know, and if you were an incarcerated staff or something of that nature, or worker, (coughs) you you yours wouldn't change. I mean, this is what they argued about, folks. This is insane, you know, and how we end up. They say you get the government you deserve how we end up with that government is because so many folks don't pay attention i mean what do you think daryl it's engagement
1: it, it, and that's i know that's the challenge you face every day here at the rcac is it's engagement it's getting the the uphill battle that you and other political leaders have not only the ones in office but also the the activists along the way to get people engaged in the process. And I think we see that in some of the, the advertising, right? The messaging. Mm-hmm. You know, of course we're we're very familiar, you've brought him in wow. here a couple times and me to have the great pleasure to meet Joe Rocky mm-hmm. and the challenge they're in in terms of you know, the phrase understanding the assignment. Joe Rocky understands the assignment of what it means to be Allegheny County executive do we know for a fact Sarah Emerato does? She's playing this like it's more of a political game, and she's really tugging to the heartstrings of the political divide in this country, whereas Joe Rocky's MO is, I know the job, I can do the job, here is what I've done in my, in my career to show that I can do the job. And it's a matter of getting that messaging out there and engaging the people to know that accordingly.
0: And, and That's the thing, Daryl. I was at a meeting uh, last Sunday. <clears throat> I was at a meeting and, uh, out in Whitehall, and i asked the folks there to hold up their hands who had seen or watched the first debate there were two people me sure. and one other person you know out of a you know 12 to 15 so you know you're absolutely right i mean joe rocky former chief risk officer of pnc financial services the fifth largest financial services company in the country sure. a guy who has managed thousands of employees who has integrated banks who has managed billion dollar budgets is running against a, you know, self-described Democratic Socialist. Sure. Okay. Uh, who's, I defy anybody that watched her in either of the two debates to tell me what it is that she's actually going to do specifically. I mean, you can listen to her talk yeah. for two minutes. You still don't know sure. what the heck she's saying. Okay. Okay. The- there's a bubble.
1: And I think I, I find this in, in, in talk radio. I know other people do as well. It's funny. We talked to uh, Mark Levin, of course, the uh, the great mm-hmm. one, 69 here on the Talk of Pittsburgh The great one, yes. And we, we talked about this. Uh, he's He was promoting his new book. And we talked about this on, on our morning show about the bubble. And we exist in a bubble. And I, I suspect you do as well. Where you you exist in a bubble where this is your world. You're talking, you know, Republican politics, politics in general, is your world. Both as councilman and RCAC, mm-hmm. radio is our world, right? And as soon as we step out of the bubble and talk to the quote unquote real world outside that bubble, I find the same thing. They they have no idea what's going on, and that's a, that's the engagement challenge again. It's 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 talking to somebody where I think this is the most important thing in the world because this is my life. This is where I live. You reach out to Joe Blow on the street two blocks down. He's got no idea, right?
0: And see, you now you're spot on with that. And see that, that's the thing that drives me crazy. Sure, I recognize that I'm in a bubble, right? Because this is what I'm doing and what I'm involved with. Yeah, I'm very in tune with what's happening. Right. My challenge is how do I reach exactly these other folks? You know, what? what I mean, there are 255,000 registered Republicans in Allegheny County. Sure. You know, my job is to try to reach every single one of them, right? And get them out to vote. Now, how will we do that? Well, Joe Rocky is trying to do it many times right now with these television ads. Sure. Okay, he's traveling all around the country. You know, uh, or excuse me, all around the county, taking and speaking to groups of people. He's participating in these debates. You know, you you take and you allow yourself to be interviewed by, right. you know, anybody. I mean, just before we came in here, I had a telephone call from the from a Tribune review reporter. Sure. Who I'll call back after we. Uh, we finished sure you know so you talk to everyone because you hope that somehow that this gets to folks but yeah. i can tell you right now there will be people who will not vote in this election okay right. who will come back afterwards and they'll complain exactly why didn't i tell them right like, yeah. it, it, why right. didn't i let them know you know yeah. why didn't i do something and it's or why didn't we and, and, that, and it's like and folks you know we're trying
1: and that's why you bang your head against the wall Yes. Right? And that's where you absolutely can. I mean, you're, you're trying to reach people. And sometimes some people are easier to reach than others. It's a lot easier to reach for me to reach this can of liquid than it is your water bottle because it's just it's just easier. And that's where the finding those people are because, again, that's the challenge. It's not a right. cool battle. And I, I do not envy that at all on your part.
0: Well, let's face it. You can only talk to so many people at one time. Sure. And, and again, this is one of the reasons why we're doing this show. Right. You know, we hope that we're able to reach many of our listeners. And folks, I would urge you, you know, there's there's things in addition to listening that you can do, you know, uh, one, understanding who the best candidates are in this election. And, and I, if you listen to the show, I know you know who they are because they've been on. But it's reaching out to 10 or 15 of your friends on your contact list and urging them to support these candidates like Joe Rocky, Steve Zapala, yep. Herb Olinger for Treasurer, you know, uh, the Bob Howard for Controller, you know, the judges, Judge Carolyn Carluccio for Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Judge, excuse me, Judge Harry Smale and Maria Batista for Superior Court and Megan Martin for Commonwealth Court. I mean, th- these are great. These are exceptional candidates. And as they run, you know, they struggle with the thing, the challenge that everyone has. How do I raise money to be able to get my message out? So folks, if you're out there, you'd like to help. If you'd like to help Joe Rocky, you can go to Vote Rocky, Vote Rocky VoteRocky, dot com you're able to take and sign up and volunteer to help Joe or to be able to donate. If you want to help Steve Zapala, you're able to go to his website at stevezappala.com. Uh, if you want to help us in our get-out-the-vote efforts to be able to help get folks to door knock, to make phone calls, to pay for texting, emails, radio ads, you can go to www.allegheny.gop.com we're able to donate to our committee there to help cover those costs because folks it's, it's important that we do everything we possibly can to be able to take and reach every single, you know, and I don't want to just say Republican, every single moderate, every single middle of the road person here who cares about what Allegheny County looks like and wants it to be better for their kids and not worse because really that's that's what's on the ballot this November,
1: and, and you're also fighting the the battle not only on the election level, each individual election, but I gotta think you're also fighting you and, and, and all of your peers on both sides of the aisle. Really, this the the cloud of politics because you'll have some people. Yes, I registered. Uh, you know, you know, quoting. Yes, I'm registered. Paraphrasing, but it's all politics. All politicians are, Mm I I, I don't want to be part of that, that, you know, the swamp, whatever, you know, you also have to fight that and you have to reach out to the people almost grab by the neck and say, no, this is important. Here's why here's what those people, you know, the people you decry could do for you.
0: Right. And I think, you know, and Darren, we've talked about this on the show previously, uh, and John jump in if you'd like, but with the advent of the 24 new 24 per hour, seven day news, uh, seven day a week news cycle, okay. Cable news and things like that. Sure. Um, stations are always looking for content and they're always looking to grab eyes and grab clicks. And what grabs eyes or clicks, you know, fastest is conflict. Yes. Okay. And so much of this revolves around the dysfunction that we see in Washington, DC, and to a smaller extent over here in Harrisburg, but here in local government, that's where the things that your local government does can have the greatest effect or impact on your life. Sure. I mean, your a, school all politics are local. Exactly. Right? And so, I mean, th- these are why these elections are important. And I can tell you that, uh, if we're talking about Joe Rocky, I can tell you that he's got a lot of momentum. I'm getting calls from Democrats across this county hmm. who are saying, I can't get on board with her. Sure, I, I mean, listen to this. I just heard this last night. There's, there's talk that on the first day, if she's elected, that she's going to declare a climate emergency. Think about this. She's going to declare a climate emergency and use the health department to try to shut some businesses down. Now, I don't know about you folks, but that doesn't sound like someone that has a plan to regain the 50,000 jobs we've lost in the last five years. I mean, part of her crew... You know, Ed Ganey, mayor of Pittsburgh, supported and elected. He was funded by the same people funding Ms. DeAndre campaign, SEIU, you know, is defunding the police. Mm-hmm. The police, the Pittsburgh, excuse me, Pittsburgh Bureau of Police right now is 140 officers down from their 2022 budgeted amount. So he pays for a study, $180,000 for this fake study that tells him, oh, you've got too many police officers. So now in his proposed budget for next year, he reduces the budgeted amount of officers from 900 to 850. Folks, you, you know, anyone that's paying attention, they can see what's going on. Our problem, if I want to call it that, or our challenge is how do we reach the people that aren't paying attention to let them know about this? Right. Right. So that they can do something, and chal- you know?
1: challenge is the best word for it. I mean, uh, problem eventually, but but challenge for now. I mean, because that right. challenge is what is, is that's what the fight's about. The fight is the challenge.
0: Yeah. Well, you heard a Joe Rocky said uh, that he plans on uh, taking and increasing the size of the county police force by ten percent. Now that's not a huge amount, sure, but that would be providing additional resources that would be available to the municipalities within Allegheny County that we support, and would be able to help them both. Uh, deter crime, but also be able to take and help and solve, you know, the crime that's taking place today. Uh, her response was, well, I'll ask the county police you know, what they need. Well, you know how this works. Uh, if she's elected as the county executive, she gets to pick the police superintendent. And anyone that you appoint or you pick will probably tell you what they think you want to hear. Sure. What do you think that person is going to tell her? Okay. I mean, we, we, we have some real, some real challenges in front of us. Now, none that can't be overcome, but we've got to reach enough people in order to be able to do so. And therein lies another challenge. Sure. Right. You know, again, it's hard because when you talk to people, uh, when we do polls, when we talk, everybody that knows the two candidates, Joe Rocky has a commanding lead. Sure the problem is you know a large segment of the population don't know either candidate and that's the fear these are folks who haven't done any research who haven't paid attention or done anything else but if they go to vote or get their ballot are they just going to take and mark it along party lines you know, I, and, and for i guess their team so to speak
1: how many of them will literally vote for their feet or with their feet how many of them will actually take that ignorance of the, for lack of a better term, of the two candidates to, to the polls with them or just, as opposed to just staying home and not being bothered with the entire process, which also costs you as well, because it costs <laughs> you the opportunity for those people to vote for Joe Rocky, et Well,
0: again, You know, and that's, again, that's the, uh, the, we talk about the challenge. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so on this show, we talk about national issues. We'll talk about the chaos at the Southern border. We'll talk about what's, what's the dysfunction sweeping, cities across this country that are rolled by progressives. Sure. You know, the failed policies that haven't worked anywhere else. But I mean here we have somebody, a uh, candidate, Ms. Inamorato, who has said she wants to make Allegheny County a laboratory for progressive ideas. Hmm. When you think about, well, you know, uh, yeah, she'll 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 respect us. Well this same woman in 2018 called the voters in her district poor white and racist now does does that seem like she respects the people she represents i mean these are the folks that had elected her to be their state representative and that's that's where it gets
1: unfortunate because and that speaks to messaging across the board especially when you're that far of a hard line against either party and you, and you ultimately – you almost lose sight of the fact that even in the campaign, which is, of course, what this is all about. This is all about the campaign. This is all about the fight. This is all about the dogfight leading up to November. That's what you lose sight of. The people you're disparaging now by those kind of remarks are the people you might ultimately end
0: up representing. How is right. that going to play? But despite ha- these remarks having been carried and broadcast on network television, you know, KDKA had covered that, KDKA-TV – the comment about the uh, Laboratory for Progressive Ideas sure. had been covered in the primary by WPXI. How many people still don't know about any of this? Right. That's engagement. You know, and, and when you talk about engagement, it's not just engagement from the public, but it's engagement from also the people that should be out working hard. Sure. It's a two way street. E- exactly. Exactly. So I don't know, John. I mean, you see me uh, ranting and raving sometimes. What do you think here? I agree with
2: everything you said. <laughs> that's uh, my. That's my. That's what I have to say.
0: Well, you've heard it enough. Maybe I've.
2: I've heard it enough.
0: Yes.
1: Well, how much? Of it, how much of it trickles down to you in the office? Sam's on the front line. Sam's, uh, the, you know, in right. in, in counsel. He's you know he does the thing of the RCAC. You're at the RC, RCAC. You're the executive director. You're you're the. How yeah. does that? How is how much of it trickles down to you? How much of it do well, you see? On you know, tele- Sam basis?
2: started this segment by saying that he talked to a lot of people that weren't aware of the debate and weren't aware about this race. And I, I sort of had like other people contacting me saying, "Hey, we saw the debate. We have Democrats come in our office to pick up signs and say they're very excited and thrilled, and they're talking to their friends and they're putting them out and putting signs out at their businesses and and so I I don't know I I have I've been seeing sort of a different side of things than I think Sam has. But, again, I we kind of are in different uh, posts, I guess sure. you could say.
0: Yeah. No, no, we got to make sure we let our listeners know. John does a heck of a job, okay? Sure. And he manages that office and he controls. But he's he's working with the people that are already typically engaged. Right. Because right. they're coming to yeah. him, okay? To foster that engagement. Where I'm seeing folks that that aren't and trying to, to gauge the level of engagement, you know. and uh, But, no, it's a uh, – you know, I, I would like to say I'm optimistic. I mean, I'm certainly optimistic. But that's a great thing about the political process in this country. And, uh, you know, polls, the only poll that matters is the one on Election Day. Right. Right. But, you know, I'm also a believer in that we leave nothing on the field. Okay. And because these races are so important and so critical, I don't want to wake up the day after and say, oh, my gosh, if we would have only knocked on X number more doors, or if we would have only sent out, you know, Y number of phone calls or, Mm -hmm. or emails or text messages or whatever it may be. And so I'm trying to, you know, raise the resources necessary and try to rally the troops to be able to do what needs to be done so that on November 8th, the day after the election, instead of saying, well, if only, (laughs) you know, we can bask in the glory of having created an earthquake here in Western Pennsylvania politics. I mean, folks, uh, you know, for anybody out there who's questioning, can Joe Rocky win? Joe Rocky absolutely can win, okay? <clears throat> but he needs your help and your your support. I mean, anybody out there that's questioning, can Steve Zappala win? The answer is absolutely. But he, too, needs your help and your support. And any of our other candidates. I mean, hey, if Joe Rocky... And I'm having a Democrat. I had a Democrat tell me last night they believe he's going to win, but he's going to have to work with a county council. And anybody following the antics what's taking place on county council, I mean, you got Bethany Hallam taking and leading, and she takes and she puts up, and the Democrats and is, let me say this: no, the progressives. Sure. Because I talk to so many good, you know, caring, uh, moderate you know democrats in this county. So I'm going to talk about these far left progressives. <clears throat> the, the folks on council who enable and support her. But you know they pass a bill to raise the minimum wage for all county workers. Now this include think about this this includes part-time and seasonal. So the folks cutting the grass or the high school kids that are working part-time in the snack bar or the lady that's sitting there just collecting your admission fee at the wave pole all to a minimum of $20 an hour. Now, in addition to, in my opinion, that being a violation of the charter, which gives the ability to do that to the county executive, the county executive's office issued a press release saying that because of that, something called wage compression will necessitate a $30 million tax hike Mm. on you. And what's important to understand is this only affected a limited number of workers. What happens when this rolls through the rest of the county workforce. Okay? We got some severe some serious problems. She follows that up by taking and putting a bill where she wants to take and increase the funding to the public defender's office to match that of the district attorney's office. Now, only some now only someone uninformed and ignorant of the duties and responsibilities of those two offices would think that they should have the same amount of funding because one the district attorney's office has to prosecute 99.9% of all of the cases. Sure. You know, the public defenders office doesn't prosecute or doesn't defend any more than 53%. The district attorney's office has an entire investigative staff and team that has to be part of that public defenders office doesn't. The district attorney's office has real estate they have to pay for because they're in the frick building, the courthouse, then out they have places out in the suburbs where grand juries are seated and things of that nature. The public defender's office does not. At every step of the way, there is nothing similar to them. There are more attorneys in the district attorney's office than there are in the public defender's office out of necessity because they handle almost double the cases, okay? But still, she puts this thing up, and these far-left progressives, they go ahead and vote for it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to pay attention to what's happening at county council because whether it's Joe Rocky, if he gets in, he's going to need a county council that he can work with. If it's Sarah Inamorado and she wants to put up some crazy ideas like shutting down businesses here, then you're going to need a county council that can block it. And that's why I think it's important to take and replace some of these progressives who are enabling the craziness and silliness that you see taking place now. So I would urge you, when you go to the polls, I would urge you to tell your friends to vote for Suzanne Filiaggi in District 2 in the North Hills, to vote for Mike Imbrescia in District 5, which is Mount Lebanon, Dormont, Bethel Park, and Upper St. Clair. I would urge you to vote for Sean McGrath in District 6, who's running against John Palmieri. John Palmieri has been there for what seems an eternity, and I can tell you that this guy votes lockstep with whatever Bethany Hallam and these folks want. You know, you I would ask you to vote... You know, uh, in District... John, what district is Eileen Cunningham? District 11, Eileen Cunningham, yeah. District 11, Eileen Cunningham. I mean, Eileen Cunningham is running against Paul Klein. Paul is a professor, or excuse me, is is a teacher out at the University of Pittsburgh and teaches business ethics, and yet goes along with this silliness and craziness. Folks, you know, we need to take and do something. We need to change the people we have in place if we hope to change the antics and stop the antics are taking place. And that's where that starts folks. Uh, you know, i you can tell I'm a little bit worked up today and it's because of this reason, a lot of stuff we need to do. We'll talk more right after the break. This is Sam DeMarco on WJAS 1320 AM and 99.1 FM. Welcome back to the elephant in the room on WJAS 1320 AM. John and Daryl, boy, I was in a had, had a rant going the first period. Now I feel better. I've got a lot of this <laughs> off my chest.
1: You walked around you know, a little like, bit. Oh my gosh! Exce- I'll tell you, what. exercise. You, you know,
0: know, it's passion. You're passionate about this,
1: not, and not not only because of your role both on council and and as chairman of the RCAC, but you care. It shows that you care I mean, about I, all this. You, you wouldn't you be as passionate, Jordan, you
0: uh, when you're on county council here, and as an at-large member, I represent the entire county. We receive a stipend is what we get on an annual basis. So I get, they pay $10,939 a year, you know, and based upon making these meetings. So I can tell you it's not for the money. Sure. You do this because you care about the community. You care about where you live and you hope to make Allegheny County just a little bit better than it was when you found it.
2: Okay? Speaking of stipend, Sam, you should also mention the ballot question that's coming up here because we're going to be getting a lot of questions about that.
0: Sure. You know, while we're talking here, folks, on the ballot that you'll receive this year when you go to the polls or if you get it in the mail, there's a question on the back asking you if you want to convert the stipend for county council to a salary. Uh, I would urge you to say no to that. And, and, and the reason being is with the stipend, you have to go and attend the meetings in order to receive the stipend with the salary, that would just indicate that they would get paid. And I don't believe that we as elected officials and leaders should be getting paid if we're not showing up to do the work. So I would urge you to vote no on that. And that's the position of the folks here at RCAC. So John, thank you for bringing that up. As we get close through the election, we'll give you uh, some recommendations on the other issues that are on there which are basically judicial retention races we'll post that on our website to allow you to know who we think is best position who you should retain and if there's anybody that you shouldn't and you can find our list of endorsed candidates at our website at allegheny.gop that's allegheny.gop so we were talking in this last segment about a lot of things and basically, how do we reach, you know, voters out there? And, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like a, you've heard the phrase, throw the paint at the wall, see what sticks. Sure. Okay. That's really what it is. It's like an all, it should, it's like what our energy policy should be. It's an all of the above. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to reach people through TV and media, or should be television and radio. You try to use, reach them through media, like through the newspapers and things like that. You try to leverage social media to be able to reach them as well. And then again, it's direct engagement by going door-to-door and asking these folks to support the ticket, explaining who the candidates are and why they're worthy of the voter's support. And I know that many of our committees are busy out there, you know, today, as well as I hope they'll be busy for the rest of the month out there on behalf of school board candidates and our other candidates. But it's critical critical, ladies and gentlemen, that if you want change, you have to get engaged. It's not going to happen on its own. And if we sit back and we wait for someone else to do it, unfortunately, there aren't enough people out there. They're going to take the initiative to do it for us. So that's one of the big reasons why I've always urged since the advent or the beginning here of the mail-in ballots to apply and return an absentee or mail-in ballot. you probably heard me say on the show that studies have shown for every inch of rain, that depresses turnout by 1%. For every inch of snow, depresses turnout by half a percent. You know, you have life gets in the way. You have to work late. You have to go out of town. The kids get sick. The car breaks down. Uh, You go and there's a long line or in some cases we saw in Arizona last year, uh, the machinery, the machines weren't working, the scanners weren't working, uh, and that necessitated or caused a, a number of issues and problems. You can avoid all of that and vote from the comfort of your own home to do your civic duty and responsibility, but not have to go out of the way just by taking and applying for a mail-in or absentee ballot. And let me tell you, you can do it. You can go to bankyourvoteallegheny.com. That's bankyourvoteallegheny.com. If you go there, you'll find uh, instructions on how to get your early voting or your absentee or mail-in ballot and a direct link right to the state's website where you're able to apply right there for your mail-in or absentee ballot. Again, that's bank your vote,
1: how do you we're talking about engagement and mm-hmm. obviously people are going to be engaged on election day itself and we are sitting right here in the studio a month away from election day and you've talked about different options and different things people could do what what suggestions do you have for somebody in that in that chasm not somebody a step above but voting but you know maybe not necessarily on the level of organizing a local committee or something to that effect you know yard sign of course. What, what other things would you suggest to the people out there who want to do something, don't necessarily know what, you know, listen to this conversation that you have and you've had with others as well and on the right. various media? What suggestions would you have to them to, to get engaged from now, between now and Election Day?
0: Look, that's a great question, Daryl. And, and, and there's a way for everyone to get engaged in some way. Sure. Okay? Uh, you can go to one of the candidates' websites or you can go to ours at Allegheny.gop and sign up and volunteer or you could do it directly at the websites for your particular candidate, whether it be Joe Rocky, Steve Zappala, or any of the others. You have the ability to take and uh, you know donate money if you don't have time. If you say, "Hey, listen, I'm just too busy," you know, I'm busy work. You have the ability to donate money, sure. which will provide the resources that will help these folks either buy yard signs, send mail, send text messages, you know, all the different things, do digital advertising that have an impact okay, on elections, Um, you have the ability to take and put a yard sign in your yard. Sure. Listen, yard signs are great. Everyone sees them all over the place, uh, you know, in the month prior to elections. But I'm not a big believer in putting them in the roads. Yard signs don't vote, okay? Mm -hmm. But yard signs in your yard, those have an impact. Sure. Because, one, the people going by, they see that you support a particular candidate. And because so many people aren't engaged, when they go to the polls, they're just looking for some help or understanding, who should I vote for? And having seen the sign in your yard and know, hey, if the neighbor likes Joe Rocky, probably a good chance that Joe Rocky's a good guy because I know Bill's a good guy. Exactly. Okay? So they'll vote for Joe, right? (laughs) So you put the yard sign in your yard, and then on election day, take it to the polls with you and put it up there. I mean, these are the ways – that you can get engaged. And then I talked at the first segment. I mean, again, hey, it's as simple as taking a picture of the poll card or his website and sending that to 10 or 15 of your friends. Sure, word of mouth. And and saying, hey, you know, listen, hey, John, you know, this election November 7th is very important to me. I know it's important to you. It should be to you and your family as well. Hey, I've done a lot of research. I believe that Joe Rocky is the best candidate. I'm going to ask you to send this to 10 or 15 of your friends, you know, family members, uh, co-workers, fellow parishioners, you know, things of that nature uh, that you believe may not be voting to help share with them why you believe. And, and don't be afraid to share with them why you believe that he's the best candidate. I mean, he has a five-point plan on public safety, six-point plan on jobs, I mean, all this stuff is laid out. It can be found at his website. And this is a way for us to reach people that don't normally pay attention to these things. I mean, you know, we watch television, uh, sure. like the news. So because we want to find out what's happening in our community. So we see all the commercials. But I can tell you, based upon the surveys that you do, there are a lot of people out there that have yet still haven't seen the commercials. Okay? So... Uh, they can all be found. If you want to see the commercials, you can go to YouTube. You know, Hit Joe Rocky and YouTube commercial, and you can find you know, his commercials there. Uh, there's other groups out there that have entered this race. There are people – now, think about this. There are people that are concerned that if she were to win the election, that she would come after them. Hmm. Now, think about that. Right. So they shy away or are afraid to get involved or donate. Hmm. But to me, you know, as a Marine – that's more reason to get involved. Sure. If you're concerned that someone might, you know, ha, you know, have a vendetta, okay? That someone might try to punish you solely for the act of engaging in free speech, free thought. That's all the more reason to make sure that that person should never be near the levers of power. So I don't quite understand that. Don't know how to respond. Right. You know, but again, uh, how many times do I have to say it? This is our home. You know, when you were growing up, folks, your parents told you to be careful about the friends you chose and the people you hung out with. And they told you that you've heard the phrase, birds of a feather. Yep. Remember, Daryl, birds of a feather flock together, right? So you got to be careful who your friends are because people will make assumptions about you based upon them. <clears> oh, <throat> The only assumptions I can make about Ms. Inarado are based upon the people she hangs out with. So let's talk about Ed Ganey. You know, Ed's completing the second year, his second year in office, as the mayor of the city of Pittsburgh. And I can't, I, I mean, you could build a mountain with the names of the people who are disappointed <laughs> in the job that he's done. I mean, he's quick to go to the cameras and give you a, some sound bites. But as far as actual action items that will have a demonstrable impact, you know, on crime and other Critical issues in this county in this city, not so much. You know, uh Ms. Inamorato, who spent she was in her third term at the state house when she resigned, never passed a single bill in the state <laughs> house. Never got a single bill out of her out of the committees. The one bill that she touts called Whole Home Repair Bill, that actually wasn't her bill. That was Senator Savals out of Philadelphia. But they stuck, to give her something, they stuck her name on it for the uh, accompanying House legislation. I mean, this is, it's, it's, in her, you know, I talk about her in the House, you know, uh, her best bestie was Summer Lee. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, it's hard for Republicans and some moderates to fathom, but Summer Lee is incredibly popular with many Democrats. Uh, I can't fathom Why? You know, uh, she spends her time sending out social media clips where she, you know, constantly harangues folks and calls everybody racist, okay? Maybe that's what they, these folks want to hear, but at some point they're actually going to want their lives to be better and continue to vote for someone who's not able to make a demonstrable impact on your life, but just does performative art mm. by going out there and issuing videos uh, attacking you know, Republicans or anybody else uh, isn't going to get it. You know, it's not going to make your life any better. So uh, I don't know, John. It's one of these things. We're like at a crossroads, right? What do we do here? How can we make a difference? And we've laid out a number of ways that people can volunteer. They can contribute. They can actually get involved. They can they can help without, you know, just by talking to their friends, yeah, their neighbors,
2: their kids. But that's what we do on a daily basis is trying to do that. I mean, that's our job here as the party. Oh, I know. I'm to just trying to figure out, out how do we... There. M- I mean, we don't have unlimited resources to do that, but <laughs> we, we do a fabulous job at doing that. This radio show is a testament to that. All the work that we do, all the mailing that comes out of our office, your printer doesn't stop. I mean, it's just we, we do what we need to do. I think we do a fine job at it.
0: Well, you know, I, again, I, I've told people as a Marine... Mm-hmm. my ethos is that uh, as long as I'm drawing a breath, yeah, I can always draw more. I can always do more. Of course. Okay? Sure. And I don't look to be overly critical of things. Sometimes maybe it seems that way because I'm looking at the things that aren't working or that could be better Sure. and focusing on those and not necessarily giving as much credit as I need to to the people and the things that are working well.
1: And that's the tricky right. balance, isn't it? Because now, if you do that, if you extend that critical eye and that critical voice to what's happening, you could run the risk of being accused of being too negative. And that gets attacky, and that gets and that gets the average person who you're trying to engage possibly turned off. And that's the tricky balance on your part, where you have to be objective. But some people might read that as, oh, they're being negative again. There goes
0: those politicians. Oh, no. You know what? You're and, absolutely right, and, and That's and Perception. 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 When I was in sales, which is what my career was in, we had a saying: "With the perceptions, reality." Yeah. Okay, sure. It doesn't matter, you know, whether something is necessarily true or not. Perception. What matters is people's perception if it's true, right. because if they believe it, it's true in their minds, you know. And so that's one of the things that we need to fight about, fight against, and to create a perception in someone's mind. Sometimes, or it requires a lot of work, multiple contacts, sure, or bringing information to them on a number of occasions and to change a perception is even much more difficult, you know, but I guess, you know, I'm talking all around this, uh, but to put a point on it, it really is, you know, we're blessed to live on the greatest country that has ever graced the face of this earth. Sure. You know, people die trying to get here whether it be on trying to take boats, you know, getting in rafts and boats trying to escape Cuba, whether it be people traversing all across from Central America you know, and all around the world and coming across our southern borders to get here. This is a place where regardless of how, where you started, if you're willing to work hard yep. and take advantage of opportunities that present themselves, that you can be and do just about anything. And we're graced to live here in Allegheny County. Yes. Do we have problems? Absolutely. But there's also a lot of good things that have happened here. And I want to keep those good things to continue happening and prevent bad things from happening, which is why I'm so passionate. Sure. You know about these races. I mean, in my time on county council in the last 8 years, you know, we've had like five credit upgrades of the county's financial status. That allowed us to refinance over 26, excuse me, to refinance the county's debt, which saved the taxpayers like $26.5 million without extending the term. It was wow. just because of our credit rating, Wow, we were able to refinance for lower interest rates without extending the term. You know, We're building an airport terminal, a new airport, something that everyone here that uses it, that flies anywhere, that flies in, that flies out, or is here, Can be proud of it will be world class. It's going to cost one and a half billion dollars, and we're doing it without (laughs) any county taxpayer money by leveraging the money that we get from the per-employment fees with the airlines charge. Sure. You know, when you buy a ticket, parking and concessions, gambling revenue from the state, and what's important, the money we get from fracking at the airport, Mm -hmm. the royalties for the natural gas. Which help provide the debt service to cover the debt service on this, you know, and we have we create started something out there called Neighborhood 91, which is trying to take 3,500 unused acres that we have on the airport property, and convert those to office space where we're trying to take and attract uh, high tech manufacturing and other businesses, folks that a either we want to try to make it the epicenter for additive manufacturing or 3D printing here in the Northeast. You know, we also are trying to attract folks who want to be closer to the shell cracker plant up in Beaver because they're making the raw materials that folks use in manufacturing feedstock. So we're trying to attract folks who would want to relocate to be closer to that. We want them to relocate to Allegheny County so that we can have good paying, well-paying family sustaining jobs. You know, uh, these are the things that we're trying to do. I was with uh, Joe Rocky yesterday. He talked about his plan to visit 100 companies in the first year to try to attract these folks to come Hmm. to Allegheny County. And someone asked him, well, you know, it's easy to say that, but I mean, what, you expect people just to come? He said, no, you have to go out and sell them. He talked about a meeting he had had with the American Airlines Workers Union and they talked about American Airlines potentially looking to come here and 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 make this a uh, a service facility, mm. maintenance facility, which would bring you know over three hundred, I think, three hundred good paying jobs. When we talk about good paying. We're talking like one hundred and twenty five thousand a year. Wow. Okay, but you know what? No one from Allegheny County has talked to them. You know where where are our where are our leaders about talking to these folks and expressing how much we would like to have them here and have that facility here. Again, it's about growing the tax base. Sure. It's about taking in, you know, all these people that talk about these folks they care about, whether it be the homeless or the they call it marginalized communities and all things like that. You can only help them when you have the resources to do so. Right, And the more people that we have here, the more people and businesses paying taxes, the more resources we'll have to help those who most need it. You know, and while we're talking about taxes, let me talk. Let me talk about the reassessment. Yes, that she's proposed, folks. Let Let me help you understand something. In the last reassessment in Allegheny County was in 2012. Now, after that reassessment, people that bought homes in successive years, what would happen was, and this is this is the unfortunate part. When you bought a newer home, uh, the solicitor for the school districts would rush right to the county to have the assessed value on that home changed to reflect your sales price because school districts looked at that as a windfall. Well, the county and working with the state, every county in the state gives the, what they call the STEP board in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, they give them the numbers and they come back with something they call a CLR, a common level ratio. And the common level ratio means that's the ratio that should be applied to the sales price of your home to determine the assessed value so for example if in 2012 the home next door to you and your home were both assessed at fifty thousand dollars but 10 years later the home next door to you sold and it sold for hundred thousand dollars the school district solicitor would rush to the county wanting to change the assessed value on that property to hundred thousand dollars but that's not fair to those folks living in that neighborhood that they're paying so much more than you. So what happens is with a COR in Allegheny County Common Police Court Judge Alan Hertzberg issued a ruling earlier this year, lowering the COR to 0.62. So what that would do is you would take that $100,000 and you would multiply it times that COR times 0.62. And that would mean that the assessed value on that home would now be $62,000 mm. and not a hundred. So you would be much closer in value, and that's because that's supposed to reflect the increased value in your home since that last assessment, what they call the base assessment year was done. This is extremely important. Your taxes on your home can only go up in two ways. One, either the county, your municipality, or the school district, increase their millage rate. Mm -hmm. Or two, your home is being reassessed. So, Sierra Inamorado's plan to do a countywide reassessment in Allegheny County will raise your taxes. Hmm. Now, they talk about, well, in a perfect world, reassessments typically have, you know, one-third goes down, one-third stays neutral, one-third goes up. But again... These are, this is government picking the winners and losers. And here's what they want to do. Instead of taking and doing what they should be doing to try to help neighborhoods that require help so that the property values increase, they want to punish the people who have moved to good neighborhoods, the people who have moved because they want good school districts for their children to attend and get an education, the people who want to live somewhere where it's safe because they have police forces that they're able to pay for and to do so. So, folks, there's a lot of stuff going on out there. <laughs> Say no to Sarah and her socialist ideas. Say no to a countywide property reassessment. Say no to being a laboratory for progressive ideas. Say no to enabling Bethany Hallam and her antics at the Jail Oversight Board and everywhere else.
2: Say yes to...
0: Say yes yeah, to, to Joe Rocky. Yes, Say yeah. yes to Steve Zappala. Say yes to Herb Olinger and Bob Howard. Say yes to Carolyn Carluccio. Say yes to Megan Martin. Say yes to Judge Harry Schmael and Maria Batista. Say yes to Eileen Cunningham. Say yes to Sean McGrath. Say yes to Mike Imbrescia. Please say yes to Suzanne Filiaggi, who's my only colleague, my only other Republican colleague, County Council. And please, I'd be humbled and honored for your vote on Election Day on November 7th.
2: Hey, Sam, before we go, we should also mention that mail and ballots go out this week.
0: Mail and ballots should be going out at the beginning of this week, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Correct. So, yes, they'll be going out, but probably won't go out till maybe the 10th or right. 11th because Monday being Columbus Day. Good point. You know, so today, you know, is a Columbus Day parade out in Bloomfield. If you're listening to this show, you missed me, you know, but hey. <laughs> You know, I, I was there. So, folks, uh, and until next week, this is Sam DeMarco, your host, and the elephant in the room. You can make a difference. Let's start making a difference today. Till next week, signing off, Sam DeMarco and the elephant in the room on 1320 AM WJAS.